this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. You, yes, you. I'm speaking directly to you, friend. I see you hiding over there. Come on in, pull up a chair. It's fucking mad scientist party hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and hey, it's another fucking Skype show. I'm just assuming Jeff has no pants on and a boner, but he's in Redondo Beach. I guess you'll have to take my word for it. No, your assumptions are correct. I'm answering the phone. He was too busy with his dick in his mouth to answer. He's very flexible. And Shuddy Boy, of course, is in Bethlehem. Quaker Town. Uh, Quaker Town. If I could put my if I could put my penis in my mouth, that would officialize me as the greatest MSPH co-host ever. Uh, all right, I'm it listening. It also mean you're sucking dick. Yeah, but it's not gay if it's your own. Then you're just, you got special powers. What if you fuck your own asshole? Well, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoying the taste of your own semen is not gay. No, that's when it becomes gay. You just gotta, you just gotta get yourself to almost climax, and then you use the, your hand for the rest. Then, then it's all right. And what's the fucking point? Uh, just to show off your flexibility and, you know, get the, the mouth to dick sensation. So, so then you're doing this in front of other people so they can watch you suck your dick. I would. If I could. I don't know. Isn't the introduction going too long now? What the fuck? <laughs> this is no longer the introduction. Oh, We're just talking about you sucking your own dick. <laughs> Okay. And listening to you rationalize how it's not gay. So yeah, if you actually, my girlfriend just walked out of the apartment with me talking about sucking my own dick. She she did not have a good look on her face. She did, did she did she have packed That's bags the last with her? Thing she heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's walking out with all of her shit. That's it. I'm leaving them. No, I mean she's got plans tonight. But uh, yeah, I, I the last thing she heard was me talking about sucking my own dick on this podcast. So if you come down your own throat, you're gay. What if you pulled out and gave yourself a facial? That's also gay. <laughs> Wait, what if you had the reaction like you didn't like it? Like you were wincing and your eyes were closed and you're a little twitchy? Mm, I don't know. No, no, because if you knew it was coming and you accepted it and then you tried to put on a face or pretend like you didn't like it. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like you knowingly did something pretty gay. All right. Fair enough. What, uh, this, in the uh, last episode, not this most, not this most recent, the one before this, uh, that show succession on HBO. I know none of you guys watch it, but one of the guys, one of the main characters was having a bachelor party. And at the bachelor party, I guess some, some, one of the girls, they didn't show this, obviously, but one of the girls sucked him to completion and then spit his cum back into his mouth, and he swallowed it. Yeah, and snowball. 
he, he went back and like told all the buddies at his bachelor party what just happened and how crazy it was. And they're all just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I, I feel like that's even more, I don't know. I was going to say more fucked up or more exotic than like just trying a guy for a night. But I don't know. I feel like it's pretty, it's pretty equal, right? Like sucking your own cum out of a girl's mouth. Is that gay? What is that? I don't know. Cause it doesn't like, if you suck your own dick, it feels good. I don't understand the pleasant and pleasurable sensation of, so, like, just take cum out of it. You're just sucking bleachy slime out of someone's mouth. Yeah. I don't know. I, you're not going to catch me requesting yeah. a snowball, but... Not me either. To each nope. their own, I guess. Yeah, right, Kevin. You're the fucking guy who uh, who shotguns people. You would definitely be the guy to stick a snowball. <laughs> Again, you, you get... you. There is a reward. You get stoned after get, getting a shotgun. You are definitely the most likely to take a snowball out of the three of us. Yeah, based on your shotgun record. That would that would be your picture in the MSPH yearbook. No, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Easter egg, we heard of of a shitty experience you had at a local business. Oh yeah, I I I don't know how I feel about that. I I was I, I'm still royally pissed off, but. The reaction I got from you guys was, Jesus Christ, Kevin, what a fucking bitch. That's not true. It's it's fun to to make you feel that way, but it was just a shitty stream of events, and you have horrible luck in that department. And like, it's never with you. It's never just one thing. It's like one, I, one of those things, and you'll hear it all in the Easter egg, but one of those things would be, like, annoying. But when it's everything, like, everything on your to-do list in life when is it's just... When it's three me- things in relatively rapid succession, like, it was one thing, then the next place you went, it was something, and then the next place you went, it was something. Then you went to work, and then when you left work, you went to someplace else and something bad happened again like it that's a lot for one day like that is an extraordinary amount of kevin craft luck and that's every that's just about every day of my life which is one of the reasons why i don't like leaving my apartment i don't like having to depend on anybody else for anything because it's just if i don't do it it doesn't get done I was going to say, I think like you thing. complaining about the McDonald's stuff is a little bit of whiny bitch shit, but getting charged for the haircut appointment when they fucked up the booking details, and honestly, just getting charged in that scenario, I've never heard of that from a barber shop. Do you have a confirmation from them of the date? I don't know, because I, I, I give them my spam email. Well, that's I never what checked. I would look at. Yeah. Either way, we're, do, we're doing the show backwards. Nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Easter egg to figure out what the hell that last bit of nonsense meant. Yeah, you get to hear an incredibly fucking whiny, bitchy, uh, what do they call? Uh, privileged white guy. 
Sure, whatever. Can we get to hear Kevin declares allegiance for Donald Trump also? <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned to hear how that plays out. Yeah. Oh this my god! Crazy right. I'm I've I'm damn near losing my mind. Today I today I I for sure contemplated therapy. This sounds like if they did a prequel to to uh, Michael Douglas's Falling Down. This sounds <laughs> sound like a drama. Yeah, it would be called Falling Down Syndrome. <laughs> falling Downer. <laughs> so what what got you all salty, Jeff? Oh, so this weekend I. Uh, I went to. Uh, I was invited to a Barcelona and Tottenham soccer game at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Have Kevin, have you ever been to the Rose Bowl for like a concert or anything? Not that I know of. Okay, the Rose Where, Bowl is a storied venue. Where is it? Right. Is it in L.A.? Yeah, it's, it's in Pasadena. It's what? Pasadena. Oh. It's where the UCLA Bruins play, but also no, I guess like, I haven't. Yeah, like like. Shuddy said it's a very storied venue, so they have a, a shit ton of concerts there. Whenever, whenever most big shows tour, um, like uh, I know they had Jay Z and Beyonce there. They had Justin Timberlake. I don't know. They they have huge concert events and huge events at the Rose Bowl. But I was in, in attendance for the soccer game. I was invited by uh, my my work, and they invited me and my girlfriend to a suite that they had. The game started at eight o'clock. Um, I left my apartment at probably 6.30. I got into line for the parking at 7.45. Now, you know, it's line for the parking, so it's a mile from, you know, the actual, our seats. From getting in line at 7.45, it took us, I didn't get into the venue until probably 9 o'clock, right? <laughs> It oh, was shit. so we're an hour late to the soccer game, right? And because they have continuous clock, and you know, fuck, they start on time. We essentially the best we could ever do was get there at halftime, right? So we get to the end of the parking line where they're taking the fucking payments. Their whole system was ass backwards. I don't know how this place fucking doesn't have a zero on Yelp. I don't even know what the Rose Bowl Yelp reviews are. I'm gonna leave it up. A scathing Yelp review, if I even can, or wherever I can get a fucking anti Rose Bowl review, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna distribute it. I fucking hate this place. So, have you ever left a Yelp review? I haven't. I don't. I might have once for like a friend or a, a yeah a friend who owns a small business and asked me to leave a Yelp review. I might have, but no, I don't think I have. Um. So, anyways, we get to the end of the, the parking line. And there, there's people on foot taking payments. Like, I don't, I've never seen anything like this. Usually there's like a ticket booth or a parking ticket booth that you go through. But they have people taking, taking payments up in the front of the line, which I think caused a whole bunch of the backup. And it was $40 for parking. It was, what? It was $40 for parking, and I, they didn't let us get in until halftime. That is ridiculous. Right. Holy shit. So we get, we get there, we park, right? And we're going from the parking lot to the opening, uh, the, the, one of the entrance gates. Mind you, there's 10 of them. It's a big fucking stadium, so they have entrance gates all around it, right? We get to the front of the line, 
and there's 10 event staff members, three metal detectors, and there's a, a guard in tactical gear holding an AK-47, and they have a sign that says, no clear pocketbooks. So my girlfriend and a whole bunch of other women got turned around because what woman has a fucking clear pocketbook? What? Which is what you they're supposed to bring to almost any sporting event these days. Isn't I've never seen that before, and I've went. Yeah, to- they that way it's easier for them to check the bags. What? I've never seen that before. I, I'm I'm a little blown away that this isn't news to you. But like, what is the point of the metal detectors, the guys with guns, and the event staff that you fucking hired? What's the point of them? Like. My girlfriend's standing there with her bag open. Here, look, look, there's nothing. Like, what do you want me to do? There's nothing in here. Here's my makeup, my, my fucking clutch, my sunglasses. This is it. Like, like, no, you can't bring that into the venue. I, I was fucking irate. I was so mad. So we didn't get into the actual, into our seats or into the suite until I think minute 65 of a 90-minute soccer game. So I... If I had paid for the tickets, like, forget it. I would have went fucking nuts. I almost didn't pay for the parking after waiting an hour and a half in parking. I, yeah, I'm surprised that you paid $40 after all of that. I mean, the tickets were free. The booze and the food in the suite was free. So I knew that either way, $40 was – I'm still making out in the deal. Yeah, you got to drink your money's worth. Right. Get trash. I tried. I, I ate so many fucking chicken fingers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was full 30 minutes ago, but I can't stop. Seriously. Well, here's a zero star review or a one star review from Saturday. There are zero signs about not being able to take a bag in until you have been in line for 20 minutes and get turned around by the first security guard. You then have to stand in a 30-minute line and pay $10 to have them take your purse, but they give you a free Ziploc bag to put your stuff in. Once you've left the venue, you get to wait in an increasingly increasingly furious mob waiting at the bag pickup while the event staff scrabble to find your stuff in a system with literally no structure. But don't worry, the cop standing by the entrance with with an M16 will make you feel safe. Oh my god, that's literally what I just said. I had no I idea. Know. <laughs> yeah, did you uh, did you one leave that Saturday. Yelp review in your sleep? Here's another one. Absolutely disorganized and disgraceful how after 98 years they still don't know how to organize an event and make sure the audience don't have to wait more than an hour and a half to get to the parking, let alone the long lines at the gate. We missed the event because of disappointing long lines. I feel they have to issue a refund. I can't believe... Like, it was a fucking soccer game, right? There was probably 30,000 people there. What about at the Rihanna concert where they were for sure sold out or a UCLA Bruins football game where they have 80,000 people? Like, what fucking time do you have to get there? Like, three hours in advance? Like, if the game's on Saturday, you better show up there by Thursday if you want to get your fucking seats. I I can't believe it. I really can't. I, I can't believe that. Uh, 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 like, like you said, Shuddy, it's a venue of... of High prestige. It's like yeah. It's Every a- review from Saturday says exactly what you just said. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was the worst experience. That was any sporting event I've ever I've ever been to. It, it was fucking crazy. I couldn't believe what I was putting up with. 
Well, you know what, Jeff? You should never go to a sports thing again. <laughs> that should make you just swear off of sports. Show That's these fuckers not. who's boss. I mean, like, how much can you complain about getting free tickets? That that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I mean, it, you really, it really has to be super shitty if you're going to complain. No, I'm not saying you in general. I mean, anybody. If it's free and you're not spending any money to get you to get somebody as riled up as you are, and from what I've been able to verify on the internet, you are completely justified. Service has to be extremely shitty. Yeah, I'm happy you found those Yelp reviews. To, yeah, to to justify what I was saying, and I'm not <laughs> just being a pussy here because it. I, I really I haven't seen and Kevin and everyone obviously they're going to listen to the Easter egg, but Kevin got the the brunt or experienced some horrible local business uh, customer service. I I really can't. Ex- I it would be surprising if your experiences were worse than mine. Adding up makes it horrible, but this, the Rose Bowl was a fucking nightmare. I want it detonated. Yeah, I mean, and people will hear, like, I, my shit was kind of petty, uh, especially in the grand scheme of things, but it was just like, life but was like when, Chinese when have, water torture today. Yeah, when you had, take a bunch of little L's in rapid succession, it, it turns them into one big shitty L. Also, not to like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very bitchy guy. I, I do my best to try and bite my tongue and whew, deep breath and think calm thoughts. But my, I, I'm a consciousness in an L of a shell. Like my body is an L. Like it's it, it, it makes things ten times more frustrating when you're itchy every waking second of your life as well. I think that's why I'm always cranky. Like if you uh, if you feel I like your skin is constantly skin. covered in like insulation fibers, like you already start the day salty. Are you talking about eczema? Your your eczema shit? Well, I mean, we don't. I don't even know what it is. No one knows what it is. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I'm He's just talking about his psychological itchiness. Gotcha. Well, no, it's not psychological. It's, I'm actually itchy. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, went you get a little I went and saw a doctor, uh, a proper doctor. I actually went to a real doctor and got a physical. Uh, go. Last yeah, week? A yeah. little bit. A little bit. Did he- she did feel my nuts to check for lumps yeah. and shit. But, you know, she took took blood and all that stuff and... I was all blotchy and shit, and I'm like, look at my fucking face. This sucks. And she was like, oh, my husband has a lot of crazy allergy shit too, and I'm going to refer you to this allergist because he did a lot of good for my husband. So I got I to gotta check that out. I don't want to hear about your husband, lady. Jesus. Ugh. Was she a cute nurse? Yeah, she was kind of cute, yeah. And then I got, I got the my... I I woke up to my cell phone ringing this morning with the the results of my blood test. And since I get shitty shitty cell phone reception in my apartment, uh, I only got to hear a little bit of it before the call dropped. But I guess I guess I have high cholesterol. Syphilis? No, my STD shit checked out. I don't have any I don't have any crud on my dong. 
So that's you have cool. High cholesterol. Yeah. Damn. Did anybody take that in the bet? I don't think so. That's a pretty mellow one, I feel. Yeah, that money line was like minus 2,000. Everyone yeah. knew he had high cholesterol. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't bet on I'm not taking a bet on that. What do you, yeah, sure. Bet me fucking $500 and I'll give you 30 cents if you win. Of course, he's got high cholesterol. The fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I actually, did you, because ha- I took a similar. Uh, I had to do like a bio, biometric test. This is just to keep my health insurance or get like a health insurance discount. That was the only reason I did it. But I also tested with high cholesterol and I made the mistake of telling my my girlfriend. Oh, and no. So you're on super she, special se- double secret probation diet? Yeah. She will. Yeah. Now it's thrown in my face every time I eat something she disagrees with. And it's just... <laughs> It's really caused some issues. I re- and the only reason I did the physical, and here's a big thing with me and you, Kevin, or the big difference between me and you is I don't, like, have health issues. I don't go to the doctors and complain about anything. I've never had fucking gout or all these other weird things that you have. Well, you should li- kick, kick, kick your couch more when you get pissed off playing Fortnite, and you'll get gout. <laughs> I literally just went there to get a disc or keep my rate at my health insurance plan. Like, that's the only reason I did it. Like, not because I felt bad. And they came back with, like, oh, you got to, like, the only, everything else is normal, but obviously my body, my body fat is above average, right? I'm, I'm a fat fuck, so we knew that. And <laughs> my cholesterol is a little high, which we kind of knew, but it's like, I don't have any problems. I don't go to the doctors ever. I'm not, like, complaining about anything. I, whatever. My number is a little high in the average. I don't care that much. But... My girlfriend, she does. Yeah, they told me I have to eat eat better and exercise more, and then the call dropped. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no fucking duh. Don't we all have to eat better and exercise a little more? I mean, Jesus, it's, it's America, whatever. Did you call them back? No. That's too yeah. busy. You got the gist of it. You don't need any, any worse news than that. Yeah, I feel like if I had AIDS, they probably would have led with that. <laughs> you never know. Doctors are known for bearing the lead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably might, hopefully, they would have asked you to come in for your results if you had AIDS. Yeah, or that, or that's like the post-credit scene of the phone call. Like once they're like, "All right," and uh, you know, "Thanks for coming by. We'll we'll see you in a year." Uh, if there's any issues, you know, make sure you can, with your AIDS, you can give us a call. Oh, by the way, real quick before you go, uh, you have AIDS. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Dropping uh, dropping AIDS in the doctor call Easter egg is probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, man, they you get me. your doctor's license revoked for that bullshit. I got hit with the the Thanos snap. Oh wait, Jeff doesn't get that. Mm, no, I know he's badass and like all powerful, so I'm just assuming that. <laughs> uh, all Thanos has to do is snap your snap his fingers, and you have AIDS. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's his power. Uh, well, hey. what's up? I had a, so do you want to pick up the story that we that we discussed last week about James Gunn? We have a, we have an update. Yeah, I mean not much of an update, but the I think it's, I think it's noteworthy or newsworthy. Yeah, the the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy putting out a, a joint statement and then all of them signing it. 
Fuck yeah. I mean, who knows if that'll even make a difference with Disney, but I sure hope so. I mean, the guy clearly has a vision for how these Guardians of the Galaxy movies should play out, and he's he has said on Twitter in the past that Adam Warlock is going to be the villain of number three. So they should let him f- fill like fulfill it and... I think if uh, if he did if he made those fucked up tweets after being hired by Disney, I don't think he would have much of an argument. But Disney, that's on you. You properly vet the people you you hire, and if you didn't catch something and then you catch it retroactively, that one's on you. Sorry, take the L. Yeah, keep the guy employed. Which is basically the stance Cartoon Network and Adult Swim took. With Dan Harmon. Good. They should. I don't care if Dan Harmon made they a were, fucked up video in the past, like 10 years yeah, ago. And they said he's apologized for it. He knows that that kind of humor is not tolerated here. It's in the past. You know, as long as he doesn't do it again, there's nothing we're going to do about it. Which it, is exactly the stance that should be taken. That's the stance everybody should take on everything. As long as it's not like... Of course, there are, there's got to be exceptions here and there, but like as far as just, I tried to make an edgy joke more than ten years ago. It didn't work out for me. Fuck! I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Oops. It's like we can't be a society that expects people to constantly evolve, but then not forgiving people for fucking up in the past. It's like if people have a pattern of it and they keep doing it but if there's clearly a point like way in the past where they were like you know what i don't this isn't me this isn't the type of person i am i'm not going to crack jokes like that anymore i'm not going to do shit like this anymore like you're going to punish people for changing that that doesn't really send the right message so i don't know i'm 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 stoked dan Harmon didn't lose his job i didn't watch that video but it sounds pretty fucked up and that's definitely not something i would want to be involved in uh, and James Gunn, like, fucking dude's been relatively squeaky clean since getting hired by Disney. He tweets cuss-laden tweets, but, I mean, again, you hired a fucking trauma filmmaker. You can't Who's just go back and be like, oops. with Jimmy Urine? Yeah. I mean. With mindless self-indulgence, <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous, I, and I hope I hope they hire him back, but... I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't think they will. Do you think there's uh, any chance that like the board of directors for Disney are so detached from the brand that they're managing and like just are robotic in their decision making that they don't even know the names that are on the bottom of this letter? Like, wait, who's Chris Pratt and no. Zoe Saldana? No. no, there's just no way you could have a job in entertainment and. Like, even if you were an intern and you had no idea who Chris Pratt was, you're probably fired. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you make it to such a level, you might not even need to know exactly who, like, who these guys are. Like, show, yeah, like what? What exa- I, I don't know anything about what you guys are talking about. What, did, what was this statement oh. that they came up with? So here's how I saw it. Uh, Chris Pratt posted on his Instagram... Uh, a picture of a lengthy letter, and it's uh, addressed. It's an open letter from the cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's addressed to our fans and friends. Uh, I'll, I'll put it in our little group message. 
uh, thing, so you can click into it if you want. I don't. I can't. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Yeah, it basically, but. just says like they they saw the jokes he made. They don't agree with the jokes, but they know James as a person. They know he's changed. They know he's not the same guy, and they all want to keep working with him. And they they're basically all saying we stand with him and we want Disney to hire him back. Yeah, like it's it's pretty big. Like it's I a, it's a seen, long post. I haven't seen this aggressive, I, I guess, of, of an action taken in support of someone who's been involved in this type of situation recently. Like Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, and Michael Rooker, and a few other names who I, I don't even really know, but I know they're on the, the, uh, on the cast or they're in the cast. They all signed it. And what's awesome is that it's signed off of as the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> they all, and then they all sign their name. It's, I honestly it's feel good. like they could all be like, you know what? If you don't bring James Gunn back, we all walk. And I bet you Disney would be like, all right, fuck it. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, existing or not existing, isn't really going to move the needle as a whole for Disney all that much. So fuck it. Later. You think that? Because yeah. they would also, and this might not move the needle that much either, but they would also possibly not be able to work with these guys again. Or I mean, they've already to, in their case, right? They've already filmed Avengers four. Jeez, so, okay. oh, mean, right, they okay, got them for that already. I'm sure the 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 Guardians are in that. So I don't know. I could feel and be like, all right, well, yeah. A movie and a sequel, that's enough. We got you guys. You guys have already been like little cameos in some of the other movies. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we've, we've gotten our worth of the Guardians. Later. It'd be such a good wrinkle. And then would probably sue them for breach of contract. Probably, yeah. Because that's what Disney would do. Yeah, it would be such an awesome and epic turn of the story if... if if they rehire James Gunn, are they going to back? And all this stemmed from a fucking pitchfork and torch-carrying mob led by a guy who tweeted out that if Trayvon Martin had lived, he would have been a rapist. Like, that's you, you're going to take your fucking moral marching orders from Disney? Give me a fucking break. Well, they um, last night, going on the same lines, they the internet unearthed tweets homophobic uh or tweets that contain homophobic slurs from a baseball player like during while he was pitching on the mound and throwing a no hitter so like wait another 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 baseball player another baseball player as he's pitching as he's throwing he's throwing a no hitter right and people scrolled through his twitter timeline and found him saying like fag or queer or something like from when he was like 18 but uh years ago like seven eight years ago so essentially what's happening is is these cunty motherfuckers at home on their couch who hate their life or hate their lives are sitting there watching tv watching someone have like a good moment in their life and then going to their twitter and just hitting control f and just looking for like buzzwords and and looking to like essentially tear someone down and bring them down to their level because they hate their lives. Well, it's, I'm it's, both sides of the aisle. 
it's how you get your 15 seconds of fame now by being the person who outed another person for saying something insensitive 10 years ago. But it's, it's none of us are ever going to be able to run for public office. <laughs> oh no, my like I will be fired from a sports media job for Mad Scientist Party Hour, one hundred percent. I I'll be fired. I I know it's coming. I like you know I if that's the thing. Like you look at some of the things that these guys have said in baseball or whatever, and that pales in comparison to what I've said on this podcast. But like, hold on, well. I I disagree with that kind of because while we definitely make jokes that aren't politically correct and shit and we don't use the most PC of terms when we're talking, we don't hate anybody. We've never like with all the shit I think, you've said, Jeff, I think with you're on the you've never said like I don't believe in gay marriage, I don't believe in equal rights, like you're well on the record of saying you support gay marriage and have no issue with gay people. I think for every insensitive thing that any one of us said, there are many more examples of what we truly, truly believe. I don't, I, that might not matter. James Gunn has a really good reputation, right? Uh, That's, that is true. I mean, it's, this is the, and this is like, it, this is just starting. This is a new trend. Like, hopefully, as my as all of our careers grow, this doesn't get worse. But it probably will, right? Like, it probably will. And I don't see this. Uh, I don't see this trend anytime soon. So, like, the bigger that that I guess the I don't know the more career success I have, and hopefully, if my wildest dreams come true, and I'm covering sports. Uh, more and I'm, 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 I have a bigger audience or whatever, eventually I'm going to have to like talk about what I said on episode 134 and I don't even know what it was. <laughs> like it could be horrible. Like I don't, I don't now, know. Now do you think, do you think it's a situation where the, the way to combat this and make it better is by if you, if not, if, if you know that there's something like that hanging in the past, just getting out in front of it and you being the one to out it? No, well, because I think uh, Dan, both Dan Harmon and James Gunn have already apologized for the things that they've recently gotten in trouble for, and it just got dragged up again. I, I don't know. It, that's a great question because... Yeah, but those apologies weren't made when this was a thing. That's what I mean. No, it, that's a great point, Shuddy, because... Uh, the- like, if I, would, if, if I was in a position like that, and um, I got up, and I was just like, on one episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour, after Kevin's car got broken into, I almost said something very terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what would... Would that soften that almost terrible thing I said? Or would that just bring out more pitchforks and torches? Well, I don't know. There's also, you made a good point, I thought, because, and Kevin was saying this earlier too, but we expect these major companies with huge, uh, like a lot of resources, a lot of different departments, uh, 
a lot of different moving parts to do the homework on the people they're actually hiring, right? But evidently, they are not. Not even, like, like there is a recent story. Kevin, you have no idea what this is. Shuddy, you might. But a new football coach of the Detroit Lions, uh, this guy named Matt Patricia, they found out that he was investigated for sexual assault back in 1995. The, the charges were dropped. He was actually never charged, never had to, never arrested, I don't think, and never had to go to trial. The woman has, has not came out about it, not even when it resurfaced this past summer, a few months ago. But then everyone crushed the Detroit Lions for apparently not doing the homework on this or not getting out in front of the story before media blew it up. So there is a legit question there of how you handle these things, right? Because you can't you can't rely on the company hiring you to do the homework and then them making an informed decision on the hiring of you and then when shit that you think they should have found comes out and then them hang you out to dry. Like how can you expect that? And also you're like everyone that applies and interviews for jobs Usually when they interview, they want the fucking job. So they don't say anything that's, like, going to not get them the job. Like, oh, um, also, I said I said fag on a podcast uh, 10 years ago. You might want to listen to that podcast. Oh, uh, uh, let me know if you're going to hire me. Call me. Like, what? who the fuck says that? Like, I, so I don't know the best way to handle it. The way to that that I'm thinking the way that I'm going to handle this is that I'm just going to continue to be me say exactly what I want to say on this podcast. And when I have to cross that bridge, I will. I'm like, listen, that's my comedy. That's my sense of humor. You go talk to anyone I worked with, go talk to any of my friends, family, anyone that's ever interacted with me. And they're going to say I'm a nice guy. Like this is my sense of humor. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but it's going to be – I mean it's it's really not something that – part of it is it's not it, – social media is still relatively new. I mean it's been around for a while, but nobody's really thought probably to go back eight to ten years in Twitter posts to see if somebody they're, you know, they're hiring said something racially insensitive – It'll be now be a thing. Right. If, if you're an agent and you aren't getting an intern or you yourself aren't going through your client's Twitter timeline, you should be fired. You're a fucking idiot. You should be doing that right now. You should be going through all of your, cl your client's Twitter timelines. You'd be like, listen, you said something ridiculous six years ago. I know you're a nice guy. You need to delete your entire history. You need to delete it right now. Like, if you're not doing that as an agent, like, of a, you know, an athlete, musician, movie star, whatever, then then you're a fucking idiot. You everybody, should be fired. Everybody should just have a social media exodus. Let's all just fucking delete it. And, like, that's how you get ahead of the tattletales. Let's just all burn social media to the fucking ground. I know you just got I, verified, Jeff, but... I know, I know. <laughs> I've considered... If, honestly, if I didn't like kind of need it for my job in the sense that I have to reach out to people and like show them that I have the media big dick of the blue check mark. So they take me more seriously. I would. Right. But like, 
I'm at the point now where I, I really want to just tear down all my social media. There's, there's nothing good that comes from it, especially that I'm in a serious relationship. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not peacocking. I don't, I don't give a fuck what anyone really knows about me. And it really just, it could lead to problems more than it could lead to any good. I don't, I, I'm really struggling making an argument, keeping social media in my life. Yeah, I, I am. Twitter. I am as well. Um, and I have a random brain question that's going to spawn from this in a bit. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, f- I feel like maybe the pendulum will swing the other way of like, okay, there's clearly a difference between somebody who makes jokes that aren't politically correct and somebody who actually believes horrible things, like just horrible shit about gay people, black people, Jewish people. I think it's very easy to tell, especially now with when we're at a day and age where people are comfortable enough having fucking Klan rallies out in the open and Nazis throwing themselves parades and marching down the street in Nazi gear and Nazi flags. Like, I hope that's eye-opening enough where people are like, okay, yeah, there are things worth being offended about and it's this actually offensive shit people that actually harbor these evil evil fucking thoughts and beliefs and live it as opposed to people that are just getting a laugh like that's what comedy does comedy's supposed to shake you up a little bit and I, I feel like it's really easy to tell the difference between a joke that's not politically incorrect and an actual person that fucking hates jewish people all black people, yeah, they, they hate them. Like, it should be a very crystal clear thing. And who knows, maybe all this shit, maybe uh, people just getting lynched in the, the court of public opinion over bad jokes, and then the people that actually are actual hate-filled, disgusting, despicable fucking subhuman creatures out there. I don't know. But yeah, I got I mean, my fingers crossed. I got my fingers crossed for it because there are people like uh, they tried to drag Anthony Jeselnik. Like they made some right wing troll put together some fucking like tweet collage of inappropriate jokes he's made. And he just oh, retweeted yeah. it. He just retweeted it. And he was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to have to get up a little earlier in the day if you want to try and dig up my offensive tweets. I don't give a fuck. I, dude, I was thinking of him. He's the best person for that because yeah. I would say 95% of his jokes are in a sense uh, insensitive. Like he's probably like literally laughing about this. Like that's, a, that's hilarious. You, this guy thinks he's going to fucking hold my feet to the fire on being insensitive. Get the fuck out of here. Like this is, this is my brand, bro. Please out me as insensitive, you know? Yeah. All but, right. Well, uh, I feel like yeah. we've pontificated enough. I'm just going to pontificate about the next thing, but go ahead. Well, I'm actually looking forward to that, Jeff, because... Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's Random Random Brain brain question. So this relates to my social media. I don't know if you guys saw my my tweet on Instagram about fucking up opening a cereal bag. Nope. Uh, No, I did see that, yeah. So I feel like every time I try to open a, ba- a new bag of cereal, like you open up the box and then the plastic bag part, no matter how careful I am, no matter how slowly, carefully I try and open the bag, it splits right down the fucking center. So I just took a picture of the most recent bag that I opened and it split down and put it on social media. 
And I got like a million comments just being like, scissors, dude, scissors. And I wanted to be like, are you, are you the same fucking nerd that eats a piece of pizza with knife and fork? Like, do you guys, like, I don't, I, I wanted to get where you guys stand on this. Cereal bags. What's up with that? Uh, Man, I don't like these non-face-to-face shows. I haven't had much of a problem with that. Well, Kevin, I mean, my thoughts on it are, well, I mean, A, you're popular and, I guess, famous enough to where you get this awesome back and forth with your social media. But, like, when you post a picture like that, you kind of, you invite those kind of comments. So, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you well, shouldn't no, no, be so I'm not, about it. No, right? I'm, not, I'm not asking your thoughts on the comments. I'm asking your thoughts on the cereal bag. Shuddy Boy. Know. Shuddy I Boy. get it open and I don't pussyfoot. I don't know. I don't worry about it. Okay. Again, again, just... I'm not asking if you worry about it. Do you ever <laughs> successfully open a bag, that cereal bag, and have it not split right down the center of it? I am batting a thousand percent on opening cereal bags and getting the cereal from the bag into a bowl. Thousand percent. I never fuck it up. Wow. Okay. Because I I actually know that I've ever fucked it up either. I did get a lot of people like commenting, like, "Holy shit! I've it tears down the center every time I do it too." But then, like, all these people are like, "Hey, you fucking retard! You scissors!" Like, okay, I get that I'm probably doing something wrong here. But what sort of nerd takes out scissors and cuts the cereal bag? Also, how has Doritos and potato chip technology perfected a bag that you open and it, it opens at the top of the bag every single time, but cereal just can't catch up with it? Hmm. I don't know. So like, this is what you get for buying bitch-ass cereal, by the way. Was it even anything cool? What were you opening? Uh, this one was life. Oh, see, yeah. That doesn't need to be open that well. But still, I mean, it doesn't, like, if, I don't know, what's, what do you deem an appropriate cereal? What's, what's sugary and unhealthy enough to get the Jeff Clark seal of approval? <laughs> Come on, Captain Crunch, bro. Okay, so Captain, say it was a bag of Captain Crunch. I mean, I don't... I honestly don't know what you're bitching about here. I, the, the, yeah, it opened a little weird, but like you got the cereal out, right? Like this is if if your complaints in the Easter egg was first world problems, I don't even know what we're talking about here. Like <laughs> <laughs> you have a very sandy vagina today. I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is, how is it 2018 and we can't get the same efficiency from potato chip bags as we can from cereal bags? I just want nope. bag. I want you baggy quality. Wrong. You said it wrong. You want the cereal bags to be the same technology as the chip bags. Well, yeah, well, whatever. If you can't get cereal bag efficiency. How are you ever going to get barbershop and McDonald's efficiency? Because I'm not cutting my own hair. All right, but you don't. You didn't build the 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 cereal box setup. I don't know. What? I'm saying like 
the cereal boxes, how can you expect McDonald's or the, the local businesses to run well when a cereal producer can't fucking produce a box or bag that, that works well for you? Does that not make sense? Is that my no? I get too- what I get. What you're saying, like this is America. Why are you? Why would you expect to get quality anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Thank you. I like it short, just like you. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I have eaten many bags of chips, popcorn, Doritos in my life, and every single time I grip, I two hand grip the bag, pull it apart, it opens directly across the top of the bag. Every time I open a box of cereal and open the bag, it splits perpendicular down the bag instead of across the top. But again, you're right. Fuck me. Why should why should there be quality? I don't I got to see how you open it too. I mean, do you pull on both sides in the middle so it splits open normally? Like how I feel like yeah. you're a Neanderthal when you open the cereal bag. I'm not. I'll, I you know what I'm going to do? Uh, are we doing Wednesday next week in my apartment? Uh, I don't land until, until late at night, so I can't. All right. How about we do, can we do a show on Thursday? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. All right. I will buy a fresh box of cereal and you can watch me open it and critique me and tell me what I'm doing wrong. I mean, yeah, Shuddy doesn't know if this happened to him. And because he has children, he's opened probably three times as many cereal boxes as us. I, you're a fucking idiot is kind of what I'm thinking. But sure, we'll, I'll, I do want to see how you attack a cereal bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, do you, when you open up a bag of chips, what do you do? What I just said. I, I grab the two ends in the middle, uh-huh. like, you know, at the top, and then pull apart. So yeah. it opens up, right? I, That's exactly what I do. What am? How else do I say I open a bag? I don't. I open a fucking bag. I don't know. I mean, I, that's what that's what I do. Oh man, I would hate being you. You, I'm you not, deserve I'm, a I'm purple not, a purple heart. Just just existing. I'm not much of a, a fan of me either, for what it's worth. Every day I hope that like I I Freaky Friday or something like get electrocuted and switch bodies with somebody who actually just lives life with evenly opening cereal boxes. <laughs> that's a world that's a world I want to live in, Jeff Clark. Oh, I think you can make it. I'll teach you next week on how to properly open a cereal box. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy two boxes of the same cereal and I want to learn from the master. Wait, and this is a, a mistake you, you make routinely, so... Just about, yeah, every single box of cereal I've opened in my 36 years of life has been to the same result. Okay, so take out the cunty tone that Instagram commenter may have had or that you think he had. Do you think he's, he might be onto something? Maybe you should use scissors? No, because uh, uh, it's the same uh, office, office space defense. I'm not the one who sucks. Why should I change? It's the bag that sucks. But I think what you're finding out here is that that me and Shuddy don't have the same issues, so I think it is you Well, this is this is a mystery we're going to solve next week because I've never had an issue opening a bag of chips. So if chips can figure it out, cereal should be able to figure it out too. 
But a chip bag and a cereal bag are different material. Exactly. Wait, quick snack battle. If you had to pick chips or cereal to keep in your pantry and you couldn't you couldn't switch it up ever or or go uh yeah, go from from one or the other. Go in your head which do you oh, pick? Oh, that's a good chips. that's a good side random brain question. <laughs> wow, we really we really upped our game this week. These Skype ones aren't bad. We have a we have a tangent brain question, random brain question on the current random brain question. I'm, I'm happy with us, guys. Yeah, if, if, if you're the type of person that likes hearing grown men bitch about inconsequential bullshit, boy, is this the podcast for you. Yeah. This episode is going to climb right to the top of the, top of the iTunes charts. Oh, my God. I think because we do this a lot, we're finding out that not a lot of people really want to listen to people bitching. <laughs> I mean, a couple million, but there's still billions out there who don't. That's true, yeah. Well, maybe next week we'll do a a, a reverse polarity show, and we'll just talk about all the things that are sweet. And All right, so to answer my own question before we get your answer, Kevin, I've been, and this might be a phase, but I have been loving fucking potato chips lately. I, I can't go, I can't go a weekend without a full bag of potato chips. And I get a new bag every weekend, and it's like turning into like one of my things, like one of my, just my trademark Jeff Clark moves. I, I can't even tell you guys the last time I had a bowl of cereal. Oh wow! I haven't had one in probably a year plus. It's at least that long. Every now and then, I love. I mean, there's various names, but like Golden Crisp, Sugar Smacks, those like puffed wheat cereals that are super sweet mm-hmm. every now and then i'll buy a box of those and i'll eat it in a day and a half i'll just have i'll take two like i'll take like a martin one of those older margarine containers you know the big ones yeah no i'm with you i do like uh and fill that with cereal and milk and go to town on it when i'm baked <laughs> but i haven't done that in a long time I do like the uh, ice cube from Friday and just like fill up a big ass bowl and have like a fucking ladle, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> scooping ice or scooping cereal into my fucking mouth. See, I think I'm the odd man out here. I'm taking cereal because, especially with my heartburn and the doctor telling me I'm, I got high fucking cholesterol, I probably should stick more on the cereal side of things than the the chip side of things. And like you called me out for before, Jeff, the, the type of cereal I, I like is fucking boring old fart cereal. Like, even when I was a little kid, I loved grape nuts. Oh. Yeah, well, there's Which more is, versatility with cereal, and you can get healthy options, right? Whereas yeah. potato chip, you're always failing. Yeah. Right? Health-wise. Yeah. And I guess it, it works in my advantage of preferring the cereal that tastes like you're eating a fucking bowl of wood chips with milk in it. Well, I guess not too greatly because you still have high cholesterol, you fat fuck. Yeah, that's true. Well, how about we take a break from bitching and talk about things that kick ass, like Tom Cruise. Oh, you saw it? I did see it. Oh, Uh. wait. This is perfect. I have to go get a bowl real quick, but I have you on full blast. Okay. Go ahead. So I went and saw Mission Impossible Fallout. 
and it was fucking fantastic. I've I have I'm on the record of being a long time Tom Cruise banner waver. I fucking love that man. He makes incredible movies. Uh, the the first Mission Impossible kicked ass. The second one is a little iffy. I still think Mission Impossible three is my favorite of the series. I just think Philip Seymour Hoffman is an ins- incredible villain. He fucking destroyed that role. He was so hateable, but so awesome. Um, but I don't know. I like where the series has gone. I, f- I feel like the stunts have certainly been upped, especially with this one. And I went and saw it at the Arclight, and the Arclight does this thing sometimes with a lot of their big movies. They have these things called Arclight Stories, where somebody from the movie theater chain sits down with the cast and gets these like exclusive interviews. And I waited through the credits to see the Tom Cruise interview because I wanted to like learn a little bit more about some of the behind the scenes shit and just how far he took his new love of being like an, a Jackie Chan action star of doing his own stunts. Like I, I, I feel like we all know about him destroying his ankle, doing that jumping from building to building that stunt that's in the, in the trailer. Parkour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hardcore parkour. Like, I guess he had his, his foot too flat when he slammed up against the side of the building and it just slammed his toes up to his shin and tore the muscles and shit. Sounds uh, like he was doing dumb shit at 56 years old. Dude, it's fucking insane. He's the same age as my mom. My yeah. Mo- like it's if, crazy. If my mom yeah. was hanging off of helicopters and jumping from building to building, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, that'd like, be pretty badass, but... Tom Cruise far too. Tom Cruise is an impossible too. That was not an iffy movie. That movie right. sucked. In. But Tom Cruise is eight years older than Simon Pegg. Who, if you look at the movie, it you you would guess the other way around if you didn't know better. I mean, it's crazy, dude. That last time I checked, that movie had a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes for a summer blockbuster. They don't usually rank that high. Yeah. And like, I'm Tom Cruise. He's got twenty years on me, and he he's you know he has to he has to do that running thing in every movie he's in, where he like runs super fast. I I get winded from beating off, and I'm twenty years younger than him, and he's fucking running full speed like a cheetah. I don't know. I, it was it was impressive. The movie kicked ass. Uh, I liked the story. I liked Henry Cavill in it. There, there's a part in around the midpoint where you kind of have to pay really close attention to the movie because out of nowhere there's just twist after twist after twist before it goes back to all the all the crazy action and shit. But it it, it was great. I, I I loved I loved. It didn't feel like the full two and a half hours. It it was just a fucking great movie. Great action. Well acted, Tom Cruise, man, that someone needs to throw that man a parade. He's just a champion of a human being. I don't care how fucking weird he is. I don't care if he worships aliens. Worshiping aliens and worshiping weird invisible floaty guys, it's all the same amount of weird to me. He's a treasure. He is. Tom Cruise is an American treasure. Not only that, watching the interview with him afterwards, so they, they also show him doing like a halo jump with one of those oxygen masks in the trailer. 
he really did a halo jump. Not only one halo jump, he did, I think, 104 halo jumps for that one scene. They had to specially design and invent a helmet for him to wear in the scene. So, like, I think just to get the, the lighting right in the movie... They, uh, hold on, I took a little, I took a couple notes in my phone just so I'm not talking out my ass. Um, Yeah, he did 104 jumps just to get three takes for one scene. And if he jumped out of the plane and the lighting got fucked up or like the very narrow window of the time of day they could do it passed, the whole jump was scrapped. So I, 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 I think it's, Something they easily could have green screened, and with how good they are with special effects these days, he never would have fucking known it, but he trained for a year to do halo jumps. He also learned to fly a helicopter, like the helicopter stunts. He's really flying a fucking helicopter. That part I did know. Time in his life to get awesome at all these fucking things. Because this is all he cares about. Dude's just obsessed with making the best possible movie he can for the audience. Yeah, I mean, he's obsessed with being a fucking movie star that's worth billions. I'm, I I, need to be obsessed with that. Like, I'm with him. I feel like what? everybody could take a page out of Tom Cruise's book. Take a little bit more pride in your fucking work. Do you, <laughs> why not? Do you remember when, like, it was cool to shit on Tom Cruise? I really hated America then. So did I. It was fucking garbage. I never, I never got that. People like, wanted to make him out like a weirdo because he jumped on Oprah's couch. Whatever. Like, so what? Dude got super. You're you're now gonna shit on this guy and you hate the guy because he got super happy and just like had a great moment in his life and had a human reaction. I god damn it! I wish I had enough happiness inside of me where I would jump on a couch. I'm a miserable prick. Yeah, and I don't know. I can't speak to the accuracy of his accuracy of his statements but how does everyone feel about tom cruise tom cruise roughing up matt lauer a little bit now right you go back to that saga <laughs> who do we side with retroactively yeah right? now now who's glib <laughs> yeah yeah oh tom cruise is the crazy one as fucking as, as matt lauer after hearing cut when matt mushroom stamped an intern <laughs> Yeah, man. Tom, uh, Cruise, Tom Cruise is talking shit about psychiatry and, and biochemistry, but but fucking Matt Matt Lauer is playing guess who's in my uh, guess who's in your mouth with, with the interns. Unfucking believable. We so, suck. We we fucking suck. It's all going down, and and we just gotta fucking sit here and go down with it. I don't yep. know. I'm gonna move to Brazil or something. <laughs> I know they don't have much better over there, though. I know Brazil's trying to get in here, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, I, another cool thing about the new Mission Impossible, he does, like, there's this stunt in it where they're, they're, the helicopters are flying really close to the side of, like, mountain ranges and cliffs, and he does this thing where he loses control of the helicopter and spirals out and basically just does this 360 spiral, and... I just was like, oh, that's a, that's a cool stunt or whatever. I assumed it was CG. And fuck me, it wasn't. Tom Cruise actually designed that stunt himself and was told by like the helicopter specialist consultants like that's just 
that just can't happen. That physically can't happen. There's no way. It'll never be done. So he's already, Tom Cruise is already a pilot. So he was like, all right, fuck it. Trained and got his pilot license for a helicopter, learned to fly a helicopter, and invented that move and perfected it to pull off in the movie. Like, fucking dude is just risking his life for shit that can just be green screened. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what a tank. And I wonder if he's thinking, like, every time, like, a stunt coordinator or, tells, or, or someone says, no, that, that's not going to work. That's impossible. He just thinks, well, being 56 and being an action movie star is pretty fucking impossible before I got here. I'm going to pull this stunt off. So let's think about it. I don't know. Yeah, they have clips of the director saying, like, yeah, there's Tom comes up with all these ideas for the movie, and people tell him that's impossible, it can't be done, and he basically just says, fuck you, and he goes and does it anyway, and says, see, it is, you can do it. <laughs> He's, however, the, the story probably, it sounds like it's going to end with him dying in one of these stunts. Which, I mean, you know, what, in, in, I'll be sad. Is there any more of a, is the, there any more of a Tom Cruise way to, for Tom Cruise to go out than dying doing one of his own crazy stunts? I mean, Tom, take yourself away. Take remove yourself from the idea of dying before maybe you should have or an unnatural causes. But isn't dying during a crazy stunt in your fucking action movie probably one of the more awesome ways to die? Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe you take down a building. Hopefully they evacuated the building, but maybe you take down a building with you. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're going to use this footage, Tom. You know, RIP. Uh, in conclusion, I give Mission Impossible Fallout four and a half dicks. That's a score. That's a score that makes sense based on the review that you gave, and I appreciate that. I do. <laughs> the trailer. This would have been like based on some of his other reviews. It would have been he should have given it a three point two five. Yeah, if you gave it that kind of score, I'd have been pissed and probably never listened to a review again from you. Just like waited for the score. That's that's fair. I love the joke in the trailer. I don't. I, I know you don't watch trailers, um, Kevin, but you obviously know uh, about this joke. Um, and they said it, but I like the joke in the trailer when like Tom Cruise is about to jump out of the window and like a skyscraper and he's like sizing it up and like Simon Pegg's like, dude, just jump already. We got to hurry. And he like looks at him and like, I'm jumping out of a window. Like that's like exactly the thought that goes through my head when he makes these fucking crazy stunts. And I'm happy. Like they actually read the tone of the audience and are like making jokes like that. Cause it's always like, dude, you're handling this way too well. Like, like not even like thinking like just, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to this plane. Cause fuck it. Like I'm happy. Like even like, you know, movie Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt's like, dude, I'm jumping out of a window. Like I can't, no, I got, I got to think about this for a second. Well, no, it's even it's, funnier because he's in an office building full of people that he just broke a window and ran through and all these people are staring at him, and he's yelling at somebody who's in an earpiece. So it looks like he's just in a room full of strangers, standing at the edge of a broken window, just screaming to himself. Like a lunatic. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm going to jump out a window. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's what this looks like. <laughs> it looks like you are getting ready to jump out that window. Uh, that's 
but yeah, I'm, was, I'm going to see that movie with my mom next week, and I, I can't fucking wait. It kicks so much ass. Like those those movies, they shred. They're so fucking good. And it seems hey. it seems like he has no intentions of stopping making them. Well, that's the other question I had for you. When, do, what, at what age do you think he stops, retires, and or it just becomes like you can't believe it anymore, right? I guess if he's well, here's old or fully gray, but not even because they have. Well, no, here's something I heard because uh, they've gotten really, really fucking good with that de aging CGI stuff. Like when they when they made uh, what's his name, Kurt Russell looks look super young in. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and, and they did it with... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in Civil War. Yeah, he looked... It, it was indistinguishable from young Robert Downey Jr., and then they did it again in Ant-Man. It just It's impeccable. They've essentially perfected that technique of de-aging somebody on screen. It's really impressive. And That's- I heard somebody saying, and this, this, is, this is probably just like a throwaway comment, someone doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, I don't even remember where I heard this, but it was recently someone saying that Tom Cruise is probably just going to keep making these until he physically can't do it anymore, and they'll just de-age him so he'll never look any older than he does in Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, that that's cool because I'm a fan of Tom Cruise, but the idea of that is it's pretty scary, and, and it fucking sucks, really. You'd no. rather him look all old and haggard while pulling off all those stunts? No, again, because I like Tom Cruise. That's awesome. It's cool getting young Tom Cruise. But like, where does that stop? Right? Like, how long will movie stars? Like, how much longer will they be taking the major motion pictures or the big budget movies and not allowing new talent to get in? Because you know, I like Tom Cruise, and I you know, I even like Robert Downey Jr. But I don't know, like, you want new people to come in because, like, once you see change, you feel like, especially for me, someone who needs change to happen so I can make more money and maybe fucking buy a home or property one day, like, you know, people, there needs to be turnover. And if they can just, oh, well, we have DH and CGI, we'll never get rid of Robert Downey Jr. It's like, oh, that sucks. Like, what the fuck? Well, I, I think there there are still action movies to be made while... Tom Cruise is making Mission Impossible 12 and Robert Downey Jr. is making Avengers 8. Like, they still need to make... Those guys will be busy, so it's like some other studio has an action movie. They'll need to hire somebody. Right. But they just reboot shit, right? So what's to say they're not going to just reboot Mission Impossible with fucking 63-year-old Tom Cruise who can still run a a 4-6-40 somehow? We're at the point where they're rebooting reboots. Did you see the uh, that Silicon Valley episode where Gavin Newsom, I think his name is? Maybe Gavin Belson. Yeah, Gavin Newsom. He's the governor of California, isn't he? Yeah. Gavin Belson. Gavin Belson, where he gets the blood of like an athletically fit eighteen-year-old, and he just gets <laughs> like blood transfusions. Yeah. <laughs> you think that Tom Cruise has to be on? Maybe that's a little. Dramatic or extreme, but he's got to be on some gnarly fucking gnarly things, gnarly yeah. diets. Gnarly, without a doubt, with, without a doubt, there's no question. 
Like the steroid he's got to be on has to be, it's got to be far better than any professional athlete performance enhancing drug. Well, did you or, see that? Did you see that article that they've essentially reversed aging, wrinkling, and balding? Nope. I didn't see it, but like if they did, they probably did it specifically on Tom Cruise's orders. <laughs> you know, like, look, I don't no, feel like I, getting older. I'm Figure it out, scientist. Program. Tom Cruise is funding this program. We got to provide him results this month. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I I I will be content if Tom Cruise keeps making Mission Impossible movies. And shout out to the fucking Christopher McQuarrie or however you say his name. Because that dude wrote and directed this one. That's that's an impressive feat. Usually, like, those big, intricate spy thrillers and action movies and shit, they always have, like, 12 writers or some shit. This guy did it all himself. It's just impressive filmmaking all around. I applaud these guys. Alec Baldwin was awesome in it. That was time well spent. Good. Glad you enjoyed it. Feel like you're talking down to me, Shuddy. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I just it felt like you kept saying things, waiting for one of us to say something, and then you would say another little thing, and nobody would respond. So I just I felt like I had to say something. But I am. It is very difficult. Glad you enjoyed it. I like the i I very much enjoy the Mission Impossible franchise. These fucking Skype shows where all three of us are in three different rooms are. They're tricky, man. Yeah. I don't like these. No shit. <laughs> I feel like Shuddy's talking more this week. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's going pretty good. I guess that's up for the fans. To, to I, I've had a fair bit of coffee this eve before the show. Yeah, I'm very. Oh, boy. Shuddy boy's all fucking jazzed up with his coffee. All caffeined up. Oh, so... Uh, following up on something that we teased on last week's Easter egg, I made a note. Uh, I didn't bring it up. Um, I forgot to bring it up last week, and then I was like, ah, fuck it. This is probably something not better buried in a Patreon show. Oh, so I saved it for this week. Ah, oh, but I've already bitched so much on this show. <laughs> I should Keep probably just, going. I should probably yeah. just save it for next week. No. no, you can't do that to the Puminati. Uh, are you guys aware of how I spent my birthday? Uh, I thought I was really doing nothing. No, you went and got a steak, right? Yeah. You uh, went to Benihana by yourself. No, I ended up not going to Benihana by myself because I figured that might just be a whole new level of pathetic I've never made it to before. I, I'm glad you made that decision. That's kind of how I looked at it. It was just like, it's my birthday, and all I wanted to do was have my ideal dinner, which isn't anything special. I just wanted Benihana. It's dinner and a show in one sitting. But I couldn't convince anybody to go with me. Uh, Dustin had a stand-up gig. Uh, I don't really have a lot of friends in L.A. 
and like the two other people I know were out of town, and Jeff was already in Redondo Beach, and I didn't expect him to drive two hours in traffic just to go out to dinner, especially because I didn't know if I was going to be back in time or not, d- dealing with like Comic Con and shit. So it was kind of like a last minute thing, but I couldn't even get Alex to go with me, who is in my apartment with me. Wait, does he listen? He does listen. Yeah, I think so. That's horrible. Someone needs to, and I feel comfortable saying this because I, this is how I talk to my best friends and my homies, but he can't be such a pussy there. Like, <laughs> can't. Like, come on, bro, suck it up. I, I know you're, what, what, 35, 36, and it's really not a big deal. And that, that's ultimately what was the big thing for me is that, like, I know that if I was alone on my birthday and I threw it out in Fortnite that I was going out, I wouldn't expect you to drive from Hollywood, nor would I really care. So I'm hoping you have the same thoughts. But if I'm sitting there, like if I'm even like a five or ten minute drop, like I would have been down. The other thing is that I'd eat. I just eaten dinner like ten minutes before we talked. So like, yeah, I did kind like, of just I, spring it up. Yeah, like and I would, we're gonna go out for your birthday in Vegas. Yeah, we'll get drinks and stuff like that in Vegas, anyways. But. But man, that's a no. I meant me and him for dinner, <laughs> right? On Thursday when we're there. Um, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of an indictment on 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 Alex's homie credentials, which is usually really strong. But between that and the uh, and 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 the decline on the on the on the party favors, which I think happened, right? He declined party favors in Comic Con, right? Well, let's just let let's just leave it at there. Were no party favors were taken in oh, San Diego. Okay. Well, he gets a demerit, and after <laughs> five demerits, that's a citation. After three of those, there's a verbal warning. So, and then so, and then we so take away 15, all of his shroot bucks. He's fifteen demerits away from a verbal warning, or fourteen. I'm sorry, he's got. It's already racked one up. Well, if you get yeah. three verbal warnings, then you get a written warning. Yeah, that's, so that's serious. That you need like what forty-five demerits to reach that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're very lenient. Again, I yeah. Just there's going to be this episode last night, so. and there's there's going to be a lot of deduction of shroot bucks for sure. <laughs> point is, is Alex fucked. That's so yeah, like I, Dustin was actually going to cancel his stand-up show. But then once Alex was like, yeah, I'm not going to go either, I was like, all right, I'm not going to make Dustin bail on a fucking stand-up gig he already has booked on the night of just to, so him and I can go do Benihana together. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just go get a steak. And I was like, all right, last chance, last chance. And he was like, no, I'm tired. So I just went and got a steak by myself at Musso and Frank. Wait, was that? But, that kind of sounded like me. Was that Alex? No, yours is... Huh? Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> what was his? Fuck, I don't even I don't even remember how he did it. What's his Skype? Know. What's his Skype name? I can I can add him to this call. He needs to fucking he needs to sit on the on the bench for kangaroo court. <laughs> well, in Alex's defense, we did go to Comic Con for two hours, and then he sat shotgun while I drove us back from San Diego. So I can understand why he was all tuckered out. What? <laughs> I mean, did he not get her that night? Like, what the fuck? Uh, like, 
if anything, he just wasn't hungry. Like it's not like you had any. No, when I when I left friends. when I left, he ordered a pizza. What a motherfucker, <laughs> Alex! But how dare you? There were, the Musso and Frank. That's like because I, I I just hit the road and I was like, fuck, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I kind of just made that decision on the fly because Musso and Frank has like a loser bar. So like if you if you're the type of person who has no friends that will eat dinner with them on their birthday, they have a setup for you. And there were all these other lonely losers there too. So I kind of got. What to do you sit- mean they have a setup? They have like you know it's like a regular restaurant with tables and shit. But then right where the guy cooks all the steaks on like a big, like charcoal grill, there's like a countertop. And that's where all the lone loner losers sit, like just okay. dinner for dinner for ones. So I was there with all the other dinner for ones, and I got a fucking fat, delicious filet mignon with these outstanding side of potatoes au gratin and a slamming dirty martini. So it still was fantastic. Okay. But I'm I'm not gonna lie. It did I did feel like this is your life, Kevin Kraft. You're a 36 year old single loser with no friends. Did it motivate you to get on Tinder, or were you swiping as you were waiting for your state? Yeah. Uh, let's just put it this way. You ate with, the steak alone. With with the uh, the my performance uh, in my recently single life on. Oh social media or dating apps I might as well be the elephant man on there you gotta just uh, you might have to delete your account and relaunch a new campaign I might because I think like being like now that I'm I've, I've, I've just aged myself into a new bracket like 36 that's a whole different experience in online dating like I feel yeah. like a lot of people their cutoff would probably be thirty five. No, and I, I, I now know, live man. outside it's, that. You're in LA, dude. There's so many people, there's so many scenes that I feel like there's a good crop of thirty six year olds. And plus, like, you might have to expand your range a little bit. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna help relationship stuff, but you might be able to get like a twenty five to twenty three year old who just likes older guys and hey, I I mean, that's not a that's not a bad route in my opinion. I mean shit 10 years younger that's like the guy that's a man's dream right there um so yeah that's that's an oddly specific thing to aim for especially because it's like not only do i have to hope that there's like a cute girl in her 20s that's into 36 year old dudes but also into fugly 36 year old dudes well i didn't we have one on our podcast right like wasn't that alexa mellow essentially you could find that. I mean... Yeah, but Christian, he's a handsome dude. Uh, and he's talented. He's, he's old, talented. And he doesn't have the job that Kevin does. You gotta... You, you gotta... Dude, see? You gotta spin it forward, man. I think you have more uh, highlights than, than, than you give yourself credit for. You're always looking at the negative, but... just like, Hey, ladies, just, did you ever wish Clay Aiken was straight? <laughs> well, boy, do we have the guy for you. Relaunch a Tinder and Bubble <laughs> campaign. Put at most two sentences at the top. Give your height 
and then a list of hobbies with Google rich keywords. You want it to be SEO friendly? And Just put like ha- hashtag, campaign, dude. hashtag Justin Bieber, hashtag no. fucking parachute that pants. Monomarth or, or fucking Black Dahlia murder. <laughs> oh, man. That just subdivides myself even further. I don't really advertise the fact that I'm into death metal, but I do list my height as seven foot ten. <laughs> well, that's not going to be. So, yeah, you're intimate. You're you scare that scares them away before they even get to know you. Or they think you're so full of shit that you're probably short, and when in reality you're just an average. Well, you're really three foot seven. I don't. If anybody has ever come across my profile and was like, oh my god, there's no way I could date a 7 foot 10 guy, then I weep for our future. No, but but girls take that height shit, like, a lot of them take it pretty seriously, right? So if you're well, putting plus, a- plus there's pictures of me with people, and I'm like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, so most of the people yeah. I take a picture with, they're either my height or taller. So like, oh my god, not only is this guy a giant, but all of his friends are even bigger. Dude, you're... You're tripping. I know. I know. What are you talking I, I, about? Tom Cruise is like five foot four. He's still an action movie star. Like I know. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm making girl. jokes, Jeff. All right. I'm just being saying. funny. Just trying to be funny. Right. Trying at least. Trying. All right. Trying, I was trying, riffing trying. too. I'm just come on. All right. Well, let's let's wrap this up because we still have a long Easter egg of me fucking bitching like a little fucking bitch, bitch. Mm-hmm. And we got to do a Patreon, ho ho. So. All right, uh, all right everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. We will be back next week with less salt. So stay tuned for that. And uh, you get to see who's a better cereal opener, me or Jeff. (laughs) Uh, But thank you for listening. And as always, you can go to riotcast.com and check out all the other fantastic shows on this network with us. If you would like to be a part of voicemails, yay, we're super backed up. But hey, whatever, fuck it. Give two I think a, maybe we should do one week where we just do voicemails. Mm, I don't hate it. Nah, we'll see. Like like a mailbag week. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yes, to be a participant in voicemails, yeah, you first have to pick up the phone and dial 201-472-0139. Leave a message after the beep. And hey, if you're shy but you still want to reach out, you can shoot an email to madscientist at riotcast.com. Uh, you should also check out our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour, you can sign up for five bucks a month and you get an extra bonus show every week. That's around 35, 40 minutes. At least you'll get a ha- an extra half hour show. Uh, and then, in, you know, if you hit up Jeff, he'll give you an invite to the Slack channel and you can like chat with us and shit. It's well worth the money. So check that out, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddyboy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Also, don't forget, we have our YouTube channel and Facebook page with a whole bunch of other shit you can fucking look at. You can just go over there and look at it. And I guess that's it for this week, friends. But until next time... Something. Hey, check, 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 check. All right, we're good. Let's see.
Will this work? Nope. That's a big fat no. All right. This is the start of the show, even though it takes place at the end. Oh boy, hold on. Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. My bad. I got, I don't know. Skype was being fucked up on my end, so. One sec. I got to move the recorder. Hope it doesn't fucking glitch out like it did the other time. I'm getting a crazy echo. On my end? Yeah. Shit. All right, hold on. Busting out your high tech headphones? <laughs> yeah, oh, you can see me, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, I mean, maybe it sounds better. Who knows? Can you hear me? Yeah. Talk again? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Does it sound better? Um, uh, nope. I'm nope. not going back. Going back. Hmm. Okay. Everything I say repeats itself like a split second later. Oh, I mean, you oh, sound great good, on my end. Do I sound bad on your end? No, you sound okay. It's just my voice is repeating back to me. It doesn't seem to be doing it right now. All right, let me see if I can figure out how to conference in Shuddy with this stupid fucking new Skype interface. Uh, Man, I really wish they didn't just completely butt-fucked their interface. Yeah, the, it did change over the past, I don't know, six days, right? I mean, what the fuck? It's, it's fucking terrible. It wasn't reading my original account at first, so I had to, like, make another one real quick, and uh, I don't know, but now it is. Yeah, I don't even, like, there's no pull-down menus anymore on this, so I don't even know how to get to the thing that says add... Somebody to the call. I mean, I can do it on my end. You want me to do that? I see it. You don't, yeah. And do you have Shuddy on? I have a little add dude icon next to my head, maybe in the top right corner. Let me see. Create group. Mm, no, hold on. Let me. I'll just. I'll just get Shuddy in here. Is this your this is your old username, right? I added Shuddy in and he's it's dialing him if you can still hear me. I can Yo. hear you. Shuddy. Yep. Alright. Jeff, you're still there? 
Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's weird, cool. like, glitchy shit, but I don't know. I guess it beats not doing a show. It's just glitchy on your end, right? Shuddy, do you hear any echo or anything? A little bit of echo, but not much. Is it through Kevin or is it through me? You're the one who's echoey, but it's not. I think it's just the room you're in. Yeah, I could. I guess I understand that. I mean, I'm in my living room, but. Yeah, but I mean, it's nothing. <clears throat> nothing crazy. Kevin's got the echo that he's com- he's complaining about an echo on his end. Kevin, is it getting better? Yeah. I mean, the echo is just getting a return feed of myself back as I talk, but that's hasn't been happening for a couple minutes now. Okay. I don't know. It might just be one of those ghost problems that pops in and out, but... Whew! My God. My fucking blood type is like lava today. I'm... I'm ready to call it quits with humanity. What happened? Just go off the grid, disappear somewhere. Live in the woods. Live off of eating animal shit. Yeah, I just... It's it's another day of just, like, uh, the same bullshit, stupid, first world problems. <laughs> but, like, my God, I wanted to fucking, I wanted to go postal today. Man, I, I, I tried to get a haircut the other week. Yeah, I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, and you're frozen. I am frozen. Yep. Can you hear me, though? I can hear you. You're just frozen with like a goofy smile on your face. Yeah, why don't you just turn the video off? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I'll do that. So I tried to get a haircut the other week, and I made it for a Friday. And then Thursday, I get a text saying, you missed your haircut appointment, so your card has been charged for being a no-show. What? I was like, what the fuck? I made it for, for tomorrow. Is the guy's like, oh, no, I had you on the books for today, so we're charging you for the haircut. Where the hell do you go? A place across the street from my office. Is it, is I would Floyd? stop going there. Well, I did. Uh, and I, I tried to, because I wanted to get a haircut before I went to Comic-Con. So I didn't, that like, it was, you know, things got fucked too late so i was like all right well there's no chance of me getting one now so i went to i went online and made a, an appointment with a different barber for today so i go in there i made it early so i could go in before work and i got there you know so a lot of times they they schedule those haircuts like at barber shops and shit for in like half hour blocks every mm-hmm. time i go get my haircut it never goes a full half hour it's like 15 minutes tops so I, I showed up like 10 minutes early, and I'm like, all right, maybe maybe dude's finished. Maybe I can get in there and swoop in and get an early start. No, he decided he was going to take the appointment before me five minutes before he was supposed to start cutting my hair. And he's what? just And the guy was like, oh, well, it, it'll be a quick cut. It'll be a quick cut. It took 35 minutes. So it took your whole appointment? Yes. And I specifically scheduled my appointment at that time because I wanted to go in before work. So I'm I'm just thinking like he's like oh sorry that guy had really thick hair and lots of it it took a long time I'm like yeah can't fucking blow me whatever let's just get this over with. 
my haircuts are always super fast because I don't have a lot of hair. I have super thin, fucking genetically inferior wuss hair. So my my haircuts on average take, I don't know, 10 minutes. And I, I, I basically just show up. There's nothing fancy. I just say, give me the fucking white guy emoji. And I'm out the door. He took another, he took 30 minutes on top of that for me. So made me late for work. And, uh, that royally pissed me off. And I, 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 I picked up some shit at Comic-Con, like I said, uh, the week before. So I had dropped that shit off at the framers last week. Same framers, mind you, and fuck me for going back to them, but I've been going to them for a while. They put the, the hanging wire perpendicular to the way it was supposed to be hung. So if I had hung again, the, no, 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 I'm just that. This is what happened last time. Okay. And like, uh, I was just I, my I was so just fucking salty from the barber and then the valet guy like again we're forced to do valet at work because they let the entire neighborhood park in our building's parking lot so it's it's like stacked parking every level gets like full like concert parking so I don't know guy just told me to go to a different floor than the floor I always park on because he didn't just didn't feel like parking my car. So that pissed me off again because I'm also running late and I'm like, fucking, fucking guy, I don't give a shit if you don't want to do your job right now. It's your job. Park my fucking car. I'm already late. Again, I, I understand, I guess, champagne problems when you're, you're forced to fucking valet at work. So I pick up, um, the, today was the day I was supposed to get my framing shit done and I'm like, oh God, I, I shouldn't do it. I should just wait and get it another day because today is just one of those days where anytime I have to depend on another human being, it's disappointment. But fuck me. I'm stupid. I'm incapable of making the correct decision at any point in my life. So I go to pick it up. Fucking thing had glue all over the inside of the glass. Like, not on the part you touch, on the flip side of it, like towards the art. Like, at first I thought there was like a giant tear in it until I looked close and saw that it was... Big fucking glue globule drips. And I took it back in again, to the, and I'm like, what is this shit? There's fucking glue all over the inside of it. And the guy was just like, oh, all right, well, well I guess we'll fix it. And then just walked away. Didn't say anything like, oh, sorry about that, our fuck up. Or, yeah, we'll fix that for you. Come back at uh, this time or this day and, c- and pick it up. It was just, all right, I guess we'll fix it. And I, 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 I wanted a fucking spin kick everything in that fucking place like you have one fucking job how do you how is that your finished product you look at it and you're like yup i am good at my trade this is a good day's work and then present that as finished like fuck you know i i today has i feel like today has officially converted me to a republican like you know what we don't deserve livable wages Fuck America. Wow. You know what? Yeah, give us all to the billionaires. Let's, we, the, we deserve to be nosediving towards a third world country because no one gives a flying fuck about their job, yet they demand uh, you know, a whole bunch of fucking money for it. You know what? No, fuck you. First, do your job. I don't care if I fucking go down in flames with it. You know what? Dude, this is awesome. Are you recording this? Are we we're recording? Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess we are. Nice. All right, just 
copy and paste this and audition right into the middle of the fucking <laughs> podcast. We have a solid <laughs> rant. It's a hell of an Easter egg. Oh, I have no idea. I thought, I thought a fucking embolism was gonna pop in my fucking skull. It's just like how can how can everything just be so consistently subpar? How are there so many fucking morons? And it was just like, yeah, all right, you win, life. I'm officially beaten down. I I, I belong in this dumpster fire. Fuck me. I'll live below the poverty line for the rest of my life. Fuck it. As a collective whole, we deserve to be a third world country. Fuck this place. Okay. Kevin Kraft's officially selling America. Yeah. Nice. What a development. Leading off with a hot take right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we're, 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 we've got to do a special Skype show today, so I'm trying to get home and then... Like my whole thing was, I had I had scheduled my haircut so it would be over in time to where because it's in the farmers market. So I was like, oh, I'll just grab my breakfast on my way out and eat on the way to on, on the way to the office. Nope, couldn't do that. So I fucking starved all day, and then I got to race back here to do the show. So I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll I'll just stop at McDonald's real quick. Stupid move. I should have just kept starving. I I ordered. Two double cheeseburgers. Two double cheeseburgers. I worked at McDonald's for three years. I know how long it takes to make a double cheeseburger. We used to have races to see who could make them the fastest. I could probably get two double cheeseburgers from nothing to wrapped and in the little heater bin in 20 seconds, maybe. I didn't know what you were going to say. I'm thinking in my head like, a minute is kind that's, of ridiculous. That's exactly where I was with it. No. I was thinking a minute is ridiculous, but I'll listen to a minute. <laughs> when, I, when I worked at McDonald's, we, we had races to see who, like we, with stopwatches, to see who could like go cheeseburger, like from a blank slate, just like the wrapper chilling on that like stainless steel platform to wrapped and in, in the heater bin and like stopwatch time people. Right. Yeah, no, no, I know that. I've done the exact same thing. And I mean, I can, I still remember how to make all this shit, right? Like, it's yeah. like etched in my brain. Like, I'll fucking, I'll bump, I'll pump out 15 double cheeseburgers in three minutes. Just move the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Like, when there, when there was, when I put my order in, there was maybe like two or three people waiting for orders that, that had already been put in. They all got their shit. And then people come in behind me and start ordering and ordering. All their shit came through. Then it was just me standing there by myself. And I'm like, what's going on? Where's my shit? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. And I hear the woman call back to the people in Spanish for two double cheeseburgers with no onions. I don't speak Spanish, but I speak McDonald's Spanish, so I know what she said. Hamburguesa con queso, sin cebolla. It's about the extent of my, my Spanish knowledge. <laughs> Sounds like cheeseburger with no onions. I hear you. So she she throws that out there, and then more people come in and make and put their orders in. All those people still got their shit before me. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then they finally, like three minutes later, got me my shit. But it was like, "Holy fuck!" It's the no onions thing. You fucked yourself with that. No, the, you 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 skip an ingredient. That 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 means less time to make it. 
it means more brain power to make sure they remember not to put the onions on it. Again, yeah, that should explain 20 to 30 seconds right there. Like yeah. The 10 second difference. It's, I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe I'm just the Mr. Glass of the group and I just soak up American worker incompetence so everybody else can get their double cheeseburgers on time. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to save this for my other podcast because I can tie it into sports, but I can also go on a rant about the Rose Bowl. I, if you remember my rant about San Francisco, for the Rose Bowl, it's like times five. All right. Well, before you do that, let's roll the theme music. In Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 